to the Kelly cast. So I have a story to tell and it just so happens to be my story. So this is an audio autobiography. Or maybe I should say it like this. I do have a story to tell and I'm going to tell my story. Now! But I was a little baby, I was a little, and I was a baby, and I had the small fingers and the small toes. <laughs> alright, alright. <laughs> Maybe not that way all the way through, but every now and then here and there a little bit, you know. Yes, so I'm going to tell my story because I don't want anybody else to tell it. And I already know there's a few people out there that have tried to tell my story and they're only telling it from a biased perspective. And a lot of it is just not true. It's just not accurate. It's just not both sides of the coin. You know, most people always want to tell you that one side of the coin. So, of course, it's going to be one-sided. But there's two sides to a coin. So I'm going to tell you both sides. So I figured the best way to tell my story is to just tell my story. Because I damn sure don't want anybody else telling it. And I can tell already. Just from the things that I've heard. Other people say. They're going to get it twisted. And I don't want my story twisted. I just don't. Who does? So the best way to tell your story. So it's not twisted. Is to just tell it your damn self. T-I-Y-D-S So I'm going to start from the beginning For this part I'm going to call my mom Since It's the beginning She was there From day one I think this would be good coming from her I'm going to have my mom help me out So I'm going to give her a call Yes, I have a rotary dial phone, okay? But to balance that out, I also have solar panels. Hey! Hey, Ma! How you doing? I'm fine, how are you? I'm fine. I'm on my tablet now. Oh, and you get savvy with technology? You just switched over like that? Look at you. High five yourself for me. Hey, Ma, would you mind telling my birth story? I don't think Evan's heard it, and I don't think I am as accurate as you are. Oh, okay. I just want to stop here for a second and help the listeners understand who Evan is. That is my younger brother. He's on the call by way of my mom's tablet. Uh, she 
might mention him one or two other times throughout this story just so you know who that is whenever my mom mentions that name yeah okay so yeah i was pregnant with you so you were supposed to be born on august 28th which is oddly enough jada's birthday but you were late so the day i went into labor was september 11th and i remember when i went into labor because your dad used to like to go out after dinner after he watched gomer powell and andy griffith then he would get dressed and and go out so this particular day he was getting ready to go out and um okay i said no i just had my show and you know what that is that's that basically it's when the plug from uh the birth canal comes out and anytime after that the water can break so (laughs) it's like okay so your dad's car was in the shop so we called uh chief and so he came and got me, and they was like, okay, so where do you want to go? And I said, I want to go to Mason's, because I felt like I needed to buy some more baby stuff. Okay. So we're walking around the store, and I'm just, I'm, I'm in labor, so I'm bending over sometime, and finally, your grandfather was like, oh, no, that's it. I'm taking you to the hospital, because I wanted to finish shopping. So they took me to the hospital, and uh, you were born at, like, 10 to 1, so it was after midnight. So I said, oh, so his birthday's gonna be on the 12th, because he said, no, some kind of international thing with babies, it's not the next day till 1 o'clock, which didn't make no sense to me. I think the doctor just wanted you to be born on the 11th. I never heard of that before from anybody's mouth. <laughs> Maybe there's some type of quota he needed to meet by the 11th. I, I don't know, I don't know. Anyway, so I had you, wow. and you weighed six pounds, eight ounces, and all of you were 21 inches long. Even Evan, but Evan weighed more than everybody. He weighed like eight pounds, ten ounces. So, so you know, they showed you to me, and they took you away and um, put you in the nursery. Next morning, they come, and they tell me. They didn't even know what you had. I don't even know what they said, but anyway, you were sick. And they weren't going to be bringing you to me. So it turns out you were in the hospital a total of three months before you came home. All your baby clothes I had bought, because I didn't know. I was buying size zero. They were all too little. So y'all, we wore them like one time. So most of your baby clothes went to um, your Aunt Rose because she had peaches after I had you. What about Hassan Jones? Oh, that's Cheryl, um, Cheryl's son. Mm-hmm. Him and Kelly are the same age. They were in the in, in incubators together. Yeah. So me and Cheryl would meet and we'd stand at the window because they didn't let us in then and just cry and then laugh and talk and cry and laugh and talk some more. Yep. So during that three-month period, they called us twice and told us to come right away because they didn't expect you to live past 24 hours. One of the one of those occasions, I can't remember if the first time they called us or the second time. I think it's the first time your dad was working at Zerns on 12th and I think that's Chestnut where it was. And I was I was just getting ready to like you know, I had gotten dressed, like apparently getting ready to walk out the door, and 
father was at the door. And I was like, how'd you get here so fast? He said he ran. He said he ran all the way from 12th and Chestnut to 4th and Ash. We were living, we were living on the east side. And then I don't remember how we got to the hospital from there. I don't know how we got, because we still didn't have a car. And, uh, Wow. Yeah. Can you walk? I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember. But we went to the hospital. They still wouldn't let us, you know, into into the nursery. We had to stand at the window and watch. Them. And then they called us one more time. Not gonna make it. Get here right away. But you made it, and every time I would take you to the doctor, he would say, I never thought his lungs would sound this good. Every time. Yep. And found out later that it was, we, had, we were born with double pneumonia. Wow. At the time, they never said what it was. We, we, we were just guessing. We thought cystic fibrosis or something. And I found out years you know, later that it's not uncommon for babies to be born with pneumonia, but I've never heard of that. Mm. And you also had two hernias. They said you weren't in any pain or anything, but to wait till you were eight months old or so to get it fixed. Wow. Then when you were about nine months old, you went back into the hospital to have the hernia in your groin fixed. Whoa. I had to not only wash your diapers, then I had to boil them, and I had to hang them outside. Wow. That was just that bad. Oh, man. I was that bad? I washed them. Just for sterilization, right? Yeah, the doctor told me to boil them and then to hang them in the sun because the sun is the natural sterilizer. Exactly. That's why I try to get a little piece on me. Er day. That's your birthday. All right, part one of my story. I had not one, but two pneumonias? What? Damn, I had pneumonia, pneumonia. As an infant, that's like, that was like COVID before COVID. That's what I had. Whew, if pneumonia is that bad, imagine what old pneumonia would do to you. So technically... I'm not supposed to be here today. Like two times. I was almost not here. And I'm here. I am so grateful. I am so grateful. So this ties into. Why I ended up doing stand up comedy. Later in life. And we'll get into that on another episode. I am going to tell my story literally from stage to stage to stage, you know, each stage of life. As much as I can remember as far as my toddler years and, and my, you know, preteen years, I'll be getting help from my dad and my mom, which I am so thankful. Thank you. Thank you, God, for ha- having them still in my life and me being theirs and able to we can communicate freely so I'm so grateful for that 
I also want to shout out the people that were brought up throughout this podcast right quick. First and foremost, I want to thank you, Mom, for telling that story. I appreciate it. I appreciate you. I love you. And what my mom would normally say is, I love you more. I'm trying to imitate her voice, but she sounds something like that. I love you more. Shout out to my daughter, Jada. I didn't know that I was originally supposed to be born on the day that my daughter was born on. Crazy, huh? How things come full circle sometimes. I remember a <laughs> funny story with my daughter. We were on a roller coaster. And I had on these shades. I was being cool dad with these shades on. Just to fly. And <laughs> this roller coaster had so many twists and turns and loops and real super hard jerking movements by the time we got to the end of the ride my glasses were missing a lens and they were somehow bent and twisted it was kind of i was wearing them slanted covering one eye the eye with the missing lens was the eye that was covered and i don't know how they got that way it's just (laughs) i guess from that bumpy roller coaster ride and Jada turned and looked at me and she lost it she laughed literally for the rest of the day about that for the rest of the day she laughed about how that roller coaster kicked my ass and broke my cool daddy shades we had of course my brother Evan it's my younger brother, and you probably heard him snickering and laughing at the part when my mom was telling how she had to disinfect and boil and hang and burn and <laughs> do all this extra steps to uh, so I can wear my diapers again because these were the washable diapers. Remember, this is way back, so they had washable diapers back then. I don't even know if that exists today. Um, so that was my younger brother, Evan, <laughs> laughing at me and uh, commenting there. He he brought up uh, our cousin, Rasan Jong, who I remember popping and breakdancing with back in the day at my grandmother's restaurant. Shout out to Chris's Supper Club and the Supper Club crew, 940 West 4th Street. The only place in town you come across town to get down. Now that was the slogan that my dad came up with, which they used for Christmas Supper Club radio commercials. And shout out to my cousin Cheryl. She's her son's mom. Her and my mom had some, you know, heartfelt one-on-one times together. And I'm pretty sure it was a lot of praying going on. I can, I can, when my mom tells me that, you know, I, I feel it to this day to this very day uh also uh, my aunt rose was mentioned along with her daughter my cousin peaches now my aunt rose loved to watch me eat donuts because i would shove a whole donut in my mouth she used to take me to mighty fine donuts and we get home 
from the donut shop. I shove a whole donut in my mouth. The entire donut. And just chew it down until it's gone. Then repeat. And this is when I was like, maybe like three, four or five years old, around that age. Uh, I guess she was preparing me for a donut eating contest. Um, well, I I never got into a contest eating donuts, Aunt Rose, just so you know. But thanks for the training. Okay, so apparently Peaches got a chance to wear my clothes more than I did. <laughs> I'm just wearing them once and on to her. So she got the hand-me-downs. Now, if any of Peach's friends out there that's wondering why she was dressing like, like a little baby boy back in the day, I'm the reason why. Bam! And I can't forget my granddad, Chief. Shout out to Chief for getting mom to the hospital. And really just for being my granddad. Married to my grandma. I believe he died when I was two. So I never got a chance to really get to know him. No, no, but he was getting to know me from what I'm told. He held me a lot. So he knew me. And uh, for the record, just so you know, I'm, I'm helping carry the family torch. Trying to do what I do. Something. And also, shout out to my dad. Sorry about making you run so fast from 12th to the 4th. And it was kind of like a false alarm, but thanks for doing that. Um, <laughs> I hope you had those sneakers, because back in those days, it seemed like all they wore was shoes. Or boots. Church shoes or boots. So, you know, I hope that was, you know, you had on some sneakers. What is some, um, <laughs> some pro kids? Had on some pro kids, some some chucks. I even, I even think back then they had a sneaker that had sneaker written on the side that's all it said it said sneaker it was a white shoe with black letters it said sneaker actually they called them tennis shoes I guess because you only played tennis with them on how are you going to play kickball with tennis shoes you would probably get beat up then you can't run because you're not wearing running shoes you have on tennis shoes <laughs> alright alright I gotta put this stuff down this episode has been brought to you by the Hybrid Wedding Crashers. When you want to crash a wedding in a pandemic, blaze wedding crashers and then sit your ass down somewhere. Thank you for listening to the Kelly Cast.